This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Broads, if you've got a goal in 2022 to start a new business, put your work out for the world to see, or let your voice be heard, Squarespace is the tool that can help. That is right. Squarespace empowers millions of dreamers, makers, and doers by providing them with the tools they need to bring their creative ideas to life. With Squarespace, you can create and design your own website or online store. You can engage with your customers. You can even learn how to market your brand, purchase a domain, and grow your brand with Squarespace Analytics. Squarespace is your number one tool for getting your ideas off the ground. Check out squarespace.com slash chatty for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code chatty to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca well hello broads hi hi how are you all doing i'm very excited for this episode because we teased this on our thursday episode but Becca has told me that she's been wanting to talk with me about some things, and we were going to do it last week, but then we couldn't, because of course we had to have our Halloween episode, and so I have been waiting patiently to have these conversations, of which I know not what you are about to bring It's really not that crazy, to be honest. It was just a couple things I wanted to tell you about, and now the the excitement's really built up for two weeks. No, but that's always exciting to me. When I I have a friend and says, I want to talk to you about something, I'm like, tell me literally right now. So I've been patiently waiting. I also don't think I've told like any else about this except gray who was there a couple of these little stories so this is kind of fun. oh my gosh i'm so excited um, first question though that i need to know and look cut the humble bullshit gray you and i and evan who's who what order are we dying in in squid games and who's going the farthest <laughs> And I don't want to hear any like, oh, I die no. first. Just just get tell it to me straight out of the four of us. I want it. I really want to know your honest thoughts about who's going the farthest, who's dying first, et cetera, et cetera. OK, this is not. This is not humble bullshit. OK. I think I die first. Why do you think that? Because I. Um, OK, I'll just go by the first game. Oh, OK. I'm, so- I'm out. It would completely catch me off guard. I think I would probably be out too. I think I, I would play it too safe and I would be too slow. That's see, that's exactly what I was thinking. I feel like I, I I don't think I'm I'm not the type who would run to the door right away. I feel like I'm more I'd be more like, oh my God, I'm not moving. I tend to like stay still when Freeze I'm up. scared, but I feel like I would be too scared to keep moving forward. I'm also kind of right. shaky. <laughs> so I'm like, my the tip. idea of staying still, I was like, I don't think I'd be we able to do that. We all might die in the first one. I mean, let's be That's real. Would, would, would Gray or Evan, like, do you think they'd be able to make it and freeze well enough? I think so. You think so? Okay. If we cut the first game out. But see, that's tough because it's the shock. I feel like I'd be gone first because of the shock of it. 
No, and, I'll tell you what though, because when they all voted to go out, I would not go back in. I know it. I would never. I would never. I no. There oh. is no amount of financial no. desperation. No, no, in the world. But if they, if because we, that that game is my nightmare. This is the thing that I literally have nightmares about. <laughs> is these kind of games where humans are warring against each other? Yes, I know. I know that it's a parallel for capitalism, etc. But we're if we're talking about the actual yeah. real game. <laughs> That is my nightmare. Yes. No, I, but there's no way. I don't think any of the four of us would ever go back in. I, I really don't. Think don't. So either. I, I don't really think don't. Any of us I don't think we're wired that signs. way. Yeah, we're all like, I'm like, <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm going to figure this out some other way. I'm not <laughs> determined enough to do this. But I think so. I think I would go first because of the shock. I think Gray would go second because what I picture Gray doing, bless his heart, is I could see him helping someone out and taking too long to explain something, Mm. right? So he's like, I picture him with that cutting out thing and him being like, okay, let let me help you here. And then he takes too long to explain to that to that person to help them. And then he doesn't have time to come back to his. I also see Gray being the person who would stand up for everyone and be like, what are you all doing? Stop. Yeah. Please stop, yes. everyone. Like, he's just that kind of person. Yes. And so I picture him helping someone and then getting screwed. Um, I picture Evan being the ultimate villain. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one stabbing people in the dark. <laughs> I So then I would say Evan would go third. Evan's like the guy with that. That guy has such an amazing face. I was obsessed with it. The the mean, the bad guy. The oh, one the, yeah. with the who's like the mob guy. Yes. I was yes. obsessed with it. I was obsessed with him and obsessed with the girl. How? Was she not amazing? Is she not maybe the most beautiful human that's ever walked on the face okay, of the Okay, not her. She's incredible. Oh, the, oh, no, the the, the one the who crazy was the one. girlfriend. <laughs> yes. I was obsessed. She was with incredible. Her. She was incredible. No, the other girl is the most beautiful person in the world. I don't think I've ever world. in the whole world that's ever lived on the planet. That is a woman who is like the, that they have written books about from hundreds of years ago that she also like just has the most like innocent beauty. Like it's oh. like so Pure. I like she was she's the level of beauty where the whole time I'm like I'm distracted by looking at her and I also I'm like I want that haircut stat. <laughs> she yes, she was just like the most pure, like no makeup and everything, and you're just like, oh she's my god. She's the type god. of person that you see her with a certain haircut and you go, I want that, but it only looks good on her, and then you get it and Big you're mistake. like, Oh no, <laughs> this is not for me. I see that Evan though, Evan would then I think would get third because I think Evan is Evan gets quiet and I think he would be observant, but he's also Evan um, isn't a planner. So I don't Mm. think he would go the farthest. He's not a planner, um, but he is very strong. So I could see him in like maybe some of the like when people are attacking him, he's going to be able to he's going to be okay. So he could he could survive that. But then I feel like he would end up going third because it would maybe be something that needed to be more detailed, thought through, specific. And he'd go then. And mm-hmm. I think that is why you would win because I could see you, though you'd be rattled after the first one, being strategic. Yeah. I'd be the person like hiding it when people are, everyone's fighting. I would be underneath the mattress yes. completely flat. Silent. Observing like whose crew you should try to like get into more and then trying to like, you know. But, yeah. th- but then, but then, but I, I don't know about winning no, because I, that would, that would. I haven't finished it. Don't spoil anything. Okay. I don't think I would win. No, because that would, I couldn't imagine you. Stop. Don't ruin anything. No, I'm not ruining anything. I'm saying if, this isn't a spoiler about the movie, but 
you'd have to do too much crazy shit. You have to you have to watch too many people pass along the way. Yeah. Who do you think? What are your what is your order? I don't know, because whenever I ask these kind of questions, uh humble brag here, everyone always says that I'd go the farthest. And because of that, it's now psyching me out and I'm like, oh man, I think I'd i I'd have to die quick. I think I really do think that out of the four of us that you would go the farthest. I do literally have dreams on a regular basis where I am trapped in these kind of situations. Like I always have like dreams where I'm like in an evil boarding school and we're being held hostage. And like I oh have to, I have these kind of dreams all the time, but I kind of love them. Is this I always the little hate, princess trauma? No, <laughs> but that that I am traumatized by the little princess. I still have dreams about that movie <sighs> about when she sees her dad and her dad doesn't recognize her. I that has scarred me for life. I loved the scene where they're imagining all the things around, like in the mm. room, and but it's all fake. And I was like, oh, what? Um, no, I don't know. It's sort of like I always have like Handmaid's Tale kind of like dreams. And in the dream, I have to like. So stressful. But I, in the dream, I'm always so <laughs> smart and so conniving that I'm able to figure out a way to like get on like the headmaster's good side. Use my figure charm. Out the game. Yeah. <laughs> Use my charm to like sneak my way out, kind of thing. Um, and I always enjoy those dreams. I do, even though they're really scary. I'm always like the one leading the group of girls. I'm like 15 and I'm like, guys, we will get out of here and yes. unionize and escape, you know? I think if Squid Game was um, more of an emotional gymnastics yeah. game, I could do well. The The physicality of it, I'm, I'm not. I think I would die quickly because I think I would think that there was like a way out. Like I would think that there was some sort of trick. Okay. And there's not in Squid Game. It's, no. you know, the, it's just you no. have to play the game there's and no you trick. have to do what you have to do to win. And it's really just that simple, mm -hmm. you know? And I think I would think that there was tricks to it. Yeah. And... I feel pretty good about my order. I really do. I feel pretty good about it. I think you might go farther than you think. I think you might freeze up, but I think you might do what I, what you said about me, where I think you might make it. And I think... Just some of them, I'm like... I think you might just like accidentally bumble your way through. <laughs> Not in win. like a, not in like, like an incompetent way, but like for no. example, the one challenge with the glass, you know, like, and I'm not really spoiling anything, guys. Don't worry. I could see you getting lucky enough to be behind someone who is the crazy brute strength person who's just forcing their way through. Yes, I'm not. I don't think I don't make what I think my strength in Squid Game would be if I could get past the first challenge. Would be I don't make swift decisions, oh. which is a problem sometimes because you have to move quickly. I make pretty fast emergency decisions. But I but I'm but I'm saying I think I, I would do that. That would be beneficial for me mm -hmm. just because yeah. it's like I'd give myself a beat and be like, okay, how like how can I save myself in this situation? Not like how does the game work, but kind of like like you were saying, who do I have to stand behind? Who do I have to like be close to? Who's gonna go and then I can, you know, who's gonna make it far and then I can, you know, kind of shimmy my way up. Maybe I would actually be more like the girlfriend, the, oh, <laughs> the yeah. insane girlfriend, that I'd be like, I'm going to use mind tactics on people. Well, right, and you would have to do that to sort of get in with the right people. I think the problem is where you and I would not do well and when Evan and Gray would do much better is you and I trust people. And I we would 100% 
I do it all the time in real life. I would trust that if someone said like me and you, we got each other's back. That is completely true. Yeah. And I think that that would be a real weakness. Also, no sleep. I I would I'd be hallucinating. I do think Grayson would have the most moral upstanding out of all. I of think us. he'd have the hardest time doing it. I think he would just be like, we can't do this. We can't do it. He'd just be like, we can't. And, and then for, he'd get. <laughs> and for those reasons, I think Evan makes it the farthest. <laughs> Evan's like, I got to do what I got to do. I got a kid back home. And then everyone's like, so do we all do. And he's just like, yeah, but it's my kid. I think because he has the physical strength to fight off the people that are going to try to stab him. Yeah. He's d- he has the smart amount of lack of trust to be like, yes. yeah, I don't, I don't really know if I'm going to trust this guy. The only time that he would get royally fucked yeah. is if he had one. Evan will trust one person. Uh. And when Evan trusts one person, it is to a loyalty to a point where it has, it has caused issues in our marriage where I'm like can you not see what this person is doing to you I don't think he would do I think Evan is a, a very can be a very objective person so I think in a squid game he would go he'd probably be like I can't I'm not gonna trust any of you motherfuckers in here are you kidding me we're I'm all trying leaning, to kill each I'm other I'm not leaning on any of you any of you could kill me to get to the money you really think three of us are gonna make it out we're all gonna have to fight to the death in this you're gonna uh, sure we might be friends today you could kill me tomorrow if it comes down to the two of us he would be thinking about that shit and that's what he would be saying to us look us all <laughs> we need to all look each other in the eye and realize what we're gonna have to do to each other <laughs> be like i don't want to have that conversation and i would just avoid the conversation the whole time and he'd be like we have to talk about it i'll say this i don't <sighs> think any of the four of us would make it past like game three no absolutely not i really don't think so i i i, I then again it is luck luck and i'm very unlucky mm. i've always been very unlucky i'm always you know you know, whenever you go to the airport and they you, the the green light pops up and or the red light pops up, they have to check all your luggage and Fuck. everyone else. I always hit the red light. Fuck. That's just how it is. Just what happens. Fuck. But I've learned to live with it, and so I've accepted that part. And I just go we factor it into in the time. <laughs> That's why I get there early. Factor it in. <laughs> it's just part of it. I know it's going to take me longer. I know that when <sighs> I have to go somewhere in a rush, that the freeway will get shut down. That's just part of it. Yeah. Okay, broads, quick pause. Listen, like a lot of people, I was stoked to finally get out of my sweats and cozy clothes for once over the past few years. Um, And I couldn't wait to put on some heels and pants that didn't have an elastic waistband. But, but after about one week of wearing a bra out of the house, I quickly remembered why I always have prioritized comfort and will definitely continue to do so. Bras suck. I mean, a lot of them do anyway. But third love Third Love wants to change that by giving your underwear drawer a complete overhaul. Oh, exactly. Third Love is doing bras differently and seriously every sense of the word starting from the very beginning from the shopping experience. Because instead of a stuffy retail store fitting room, you're going to shop for all of your Third Love products online. So first you take their fitting room quiz, which is like having your own personal shopper right there at home with you. And third level ask you questions about your personal style and brush shape. And then they suggest the perfect styles for you. And if you're used to stores never having a size that fits you just right, well, third love has you covered because they carry all of their bras in 80 different sizes, eight zero, including half cups. And let's talk about the quality and comfort because it is 
so good. I'm pretty obsessed with their best-selling 24-7 t-shirt bra. I'm wearing it right now because there is nothing it doesn't go perfectly underneath. It's breathable, super comfy, and offers the best support. But honestly, I just placed another big order and I can't wait to see what I get next. Feeling is believing. Upgrade to everyday pieces that love your body as much as you love your body. So right now you can get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash chatty. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash chatty. And this, this, these bras are such a great investment. I just have to throw that in. So I don't know about all of you, but I plan on doing most, if not all of my holiday shopping online this year. Do not get me wrong. I do love the experience of going holiday shopping at the stores for the festive vibe. But when it comes down to it, I think we can all agree that shopping online is just so much easier. And if you're shopping online with honey, you're also guaranteed to save some money. Okay, seriously, broads, if you don't already have honey on your computer... Please stop what you're doing and download it. If you don't shop with it, you are missing out on free savings, essentially free money. That's just what it is. Because here's the deal. Honey's a free, F-R-E-E, free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes when you shop online and applies them to your cart. That's literally it. No fine print, no tricks, just surprise savings. And Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, including some of your favorites, I can promise you. They cover everything from tech and gaming to fashion and yes, even food deliveries. I am doing my best to get a head start on holiday shopping this year, which means I've already, you know, purchased a few things and honey helped me save $28 on a gadget for my stepmom the other day. It required no work from me. All I had to do was click the honey drop down when I went to check out and watch the price drop. It's easy as that. If you don't already have honey, I'm going to say it again. You could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's free, it installs in just a few seconds, and by getting it, you're gonna be doing yourself a solid and you'll be supporting our podcast. Ding! Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash chatty. That's joinhoney.com slash chatty. But no, I don't think any of us would make it incredibly far. I don't think so either. But, I mean, you never know. You really never know. I know. I'm trying because yeah, because half of it is just luck and just weird. Yeah. Aren't you so glad that you I know you have like uh, 30 minutes left of the last episode, but are you so glad that you decided to watch it? And now you know what everyone's talking about. Yes, <laughs> I am. It's good. I love it. I love it. It's so good. There's so many things in the show. Oh, my gosh. So many just like what would you do? Which I love. That's my I know, favorite. Me too. It's one of my favorite things about shows in general, I know. which is why I like Handmaid's Tale when I'm um Evan finally agreed to watch it with me because it was like too hard for him to watch. Yeah. But he was just like, I can't do it. I can't do yeah, it. I can't. I, I tried to watch the first episode. I was like, can't do it. Yeah. I, uh, I asked him like a couple months ago. I was like, will you try it again? And he's like, okay, cut two, three episodes. And he's like, this is the best show I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. entire life. But it's me pausing the show what every, every two, every two <laughs> minutes. And it's just like, we have to have a full debate about like what you would do in this situation. What would the strategy be? How would you handle this? Have you been, oh my God, wait, this, this is such an excellent segue into the story I'm going to tell you. How do you do in emergency situations? Surprisingly well. I'd usually do well too. That doesn't surprise me though. Like there have been a couple situations where like a kid has fallen into the pool and they're drowning and everyone's kind of like, ah, and I'm like, jump in and like, do yeah. it now. Yeah. Save them. 
you though quickly strategize you can like you were just saying you quickly strategize you're able yeah. to like your brain kind of works i feel like in a way that you like works better with chaos <laughs> yeah no it, it really does yeah. so all of a sudden Maximum it's like stimulation um i don't i'm not that way in real life um and so i would normally tell you that i don't do well in emergency situations but the few that i've been in i've always surprise myself and i've always surprised the people around me where it's when there's been an emergency they're like well, you were extremely calm and you handled it really well and i'm like i think because my anxiety filled paranoid mind i'm always living in an emergency okay. <laughs> so when one finally comes i'm like oh i know what to do jess so gray and i had a little parents night away as did you and evan i saw a little we hotel did. getaway we did Oh my gosh. Jess, middle of the night. Like, you know that sound that is traumatizing? Silent hell, yes. The, the, the thing of my nightmares. In our room, middle of the night, woken up with that. What did you do? I. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like some sort of trauma response. My immediate paranoid psycho ass jumped out of bed and you know what my first thought was they're trying someone set off this alarm and they're trying to get us all in the same place in the hotel and like try to mass murder us that was my I, first thought i would like you to know that i re i do resonate with you in that because my brain does typically go there so i fly out of bed gray is <laughs> nonplussed i fly out of bed i'm like <sighs> throwing on clothes <laughs> throw like peek out of the hotel door i'm like looking yeah, down just the like hallway. a tiny yeah whoa that was weird <laughs> that really scared me that must be evan's evan's phone attached to uh it's evan's phone attached oh. to the okay. thing so so I wait so wait did you I peek out of the hallway yeah. but just a tiny that just a t the no, tiniest crack my head out because i want to okay. see then everyone else is kind of like peeking their heads out and like families are just immediately walking their kids down the hall. And you're like, not so swift. Stop and think about this. <laughs> think about the implications. Literally a mother with her baby in the hotel room next to me carrying the baby out. And I was just like, oh, like, don't, don't, no, don't, 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 don't. the end. Oh. And then I'm like half asleep, though. And then I like walk out and I lock the hotel room behind me. <laughs> I'm trying to pound on the door <laughs> to get Gray to open it back up for me. Wait, so so, so fucking crazy. So you're, you're stuck in the hallway outside. Yes. By the way, we went to bed early and this was midnight. So, but I, we had been asleep for a couple, we went to bed early. So it had been a couple you're, hours. You've been rested for a while. So, so you're being, I was you're like in probably up. like REM sleep. Meanwhile, there's plenty of other people who are not in REM sleep who are probably having a glass of wine with friends. And they're like, oh my gosh, Or chatting, watching TV, coming out perfectly dressed, you know. Meanwhile, I'm like panicking. <laughs> Wait, so when you, so when the door locked behind you, are you pounding on it, screaming? No, 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 no okay. crazy, but I was just kind of like swiftly casual trying to casually panically get him to open the door and i like don't have shoes on and i was shit. gonna ask i was like are you clothed in this scenario i have like shorts and a tank okay um, but i definitely look like i just woke up i you mean know? sure you and just I'm, woke up <laughs> so i'm knocking on the and i don't have shoes on anyway he opens it and then we got a little alert that was like 
this was a accidental like whatever of the did like an accidental alarm whatever whatever like please go back to your rooms and so my heart is just the adrenaline coursing through my body did you believe that alert or were you feeling a little I was feeling uneasy but I was like you know what we're locking the we're dead bolting the doors yeah and what are they gonna do you know <sighs> did they give you like any sort of comp no. I'm like you scared me half to death <laughs> I thought my life was on the line. I saw my life flash before my eyes. As far as I know, I did die. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I had flashbacks, you know, it was that type of stuff to me is like, like top level fear because there's a lot of people involved. It's like what we've talked about before. It's the chaos. It's the end of the world energy. So the reason I peeked my head out in the first place is because I was like, let's make sure I want to, I want to feel it out in the streets. <laughs> you have to see assess, what's going on. I want to make sure there's assess. no fire going on. Yes. I want to make sure there's no, you know, I, I want to make sure that was kind of the biggest one. I want to make sure no one's like, there's fire, there's smoke coming in from over there. Right, right. Or, you know, someone, I don't know, God forbid, with like a bomb and whatever, you know, I'm like, yes. so I'm trying to suss out what people are saying. Like, yes. is there anything happening? Otherwise, my fear is this is a purposeful fake out to get us all come out of our rooms, in which case I want to stay in my room. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. But people were swiftly just following the rules and I was like, Meanwhile, I'm trapped outside of my room. Now. I'm, I'm like, and Gray was just casually like pulling on his pants, had to go pee. Like, does he wake up? Um, when there is a situation like that, does he wake up, uh, startled, or is he just chilling? He did not seem startled at all. Wow, that's did that anger you or comfort you? I felt neutral about it. Okay. I was just like, either this is going to be good for us or we're going to die. You know, okay. it's going to go one way or another. I'll get mad about it once I figure out if we die or not, you know? Okay. Okay. See, when there's any sort of like um, startling wake up. And when I say startling, I mean ember calling for us. Yeah. Like mild. Yeah. Evan, <laughs> I love you. This makes me, it makes my blood boil. <laughs> boil. He wakes up. Always like this, <gasps> oh full like, and then he and then he's he's always still asleep, like he's still asleep, and he doesn't know what he's doing, and he just starts doing things. So like, if Ember wakes up, and I'm like, I hear her call, and I go, "What is she calling for?" Mm -hmm. And if she's waking up crying, like I'm he like, just starts grabbing like water blankets, like whatever. Well, it's just like if she starts crying, if I hear her and I wake up and she's crying, I'm like, oh my gosh, and like rush into her room. Or if she wakes up and she's like, mom, right. I have to pee. Right. I wake up slowly. I walk into the right. room. I don't turn her light on because right. it's the middle of the night and right. I'm not trying to wake yes. her up or startle her. He yes. hears her. Evan just fucking <laughs> kicks the door down. He's like, oh, are you okay? What's <laughs> but he's a half, he's fully half asleep. And then she's like telling him that she needs to go to the bathroom. And he's like, he's, it's not computing because he's still sleeping. And this is every time how he wakes up. So I'm horrified for an emergency situation because I know I have to spend at least, I have to waste at least a minute and a half telling me, like, Evan, 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 Evan. That's what I have to do when he wakes up. Evan, Evan, stop. Evan, stop, stop. Wake up, wake up, wake up. And then explain to him what's happening. <laughs> That's wild. It's wild. And my dad used to wake up the same way. So I don't handle it very well. It's kind of a trigger for me. And so I snap at him and I always feel bad. But when my dad used to do it, it used to scare the living daylights out of me. So when he does it, I just like my fists, I'm just like, oh, 
Stop. Stop. <laughs> That's kind of terrible. It scares me. I yeah. think I, pa- I, I panic. Yeah. And then I, and then my next response is I'm angry because sometimes it'll then it'll the Fuck whole, up. The whole house is awake. Lights, yeah. Then it, like, we're yeah. all riled up yeah. or whatever. Or if like I hear something oh in the middle of the night and I want to wake him up because I'm going to make him go check. I have to like do it in a way that I'm like, hey, babe. And like kind yep. of quietly where he's like, <gasps> I'm like, hey, 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 are you you're awake now? Are you listening? And then have to explain to him or else he goes running into the living room. And I'm like, if there's actually someone in there, this is a dangerous situation. You got to sneak. You got to have your phone. Yes. We got to be prepared. Yes. yes. Horrifying. If he w- if we would have woken up to a hotel alarm, Evan would have been in the elevator in his underwear in like 10 seconds, having no idea what's going on. And I would have been still in the, in the room. Like 100%. In the elevator, I'm so dead. Okay, do you remember that big ass earthquake that was like in 2015 in the middle of the night? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> do you know what my first thought was? I feel like I've talked about, no, about this before. I don't think so. I woke up and my first thought was, uh, this is a demon that is shaking my bed exorcist style. Church trauma. <laughs> Church trauma. I was like, this isn't this is an exorcist like demon. That is horrifying. What was your first thought? Do you remember? How did Evan handle it? Well, you know how I feel about earthquakes. So my first thought was we're all dying. Like I'm like the ground's about to split open and swallow us. Yes. I'm like sinkhole. Yeah. The the, our roof roof is. And then, of course, I'm more concerned about the after because I'm you know, I've watched enough movies Mm. to know that I thought that was the big one. Oh, no, no. The The big one is coming right after. So I'm like freaking out. Um, When it happened, Ember was really little. And so I was right away like. Uh, <laughs> it was a big earthquake, but it wasn't big enough. Like at least where we were, I think one plate fell over and broke. Yeah, but, like, it wasn't that big. It felt crazy. But then I remember yeah. looking at my phone. It was like, oh, it was an earthquake, and I went back to sleep. Yeah, it was. It was just one plate fell. Well, when you fell back to sleep after you thought that there was a demon, cut to me <laughs> crawling on the floor <laughs> because I'm like, if I stand up <laughs> and the earthquake hits, I'm gonna f- fall over and hurt yeah. myself. So I'm crawling. You know, you always have to protect your head. So I'm crawling. Like- <laughs> slinking across the ground to get to Ember's room. And I'm just like, okay. (laughs) Evan sleeps through the entire thing. And I am just tears. I'm sobbing. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh my God, I have to protect my baby. And I'm like, and I, and I didn't wake her up because she didn't, she didn't wake up. So I'm in her room. Like six months, seven months old. Yeah. So I'm in her room, like in the corner, like up against, you know, a wall where there's like no. Yes. I had, because I'm earthquake paranoid, I had specifically her room has like nothing ever hanging yes. on the walls so that it can't fall down. I definitely don't put anything big on their walls next I'm, by their cribs. Yeah, I've got nothing. And then I have always the crib angled so that if glass breaks, That's smart. I that do have it, their... it doesn't hit. See, and I have the I have their um, crib in front of a window, but I have two and people were like, oh, that's dangerous. But then also I have. A roll down shade and heavy curtains. So I'm like, no glass is going to get through that. No, I don't think so. I think so either. Anyway. I'm, but I'm you know, hyper paranoid yeah, sure. about this. So sure. I'm like, I know that if I get to her room I'm just and I can check be, with the expert, you know? Yeah. I think you're good. Okay, but, thank you. you know, I, I, uh, I crawl my way and then I'm like in, I'm up against the wall right where her crib is like this, head like this, you know? 
and just waiting <laughs> to for grab her for the big one or to like be hold on to the crib and make sure that she's okay. And I was like in there for like 30 minutes just waiting for it. And then I walk back into the bedroom and Evan's just like practically snoring. And you're just like, okay. And then I made the mistake of waking him up to tell him. And then his wake up was almost more traumatizing (laughs) than the earthquake. (laughs) Because then he like busted. He's like, she okay? Like ran into Ember's room. And I'm just like, no, it's done. The earthquake is over. It was about an hour ago, Evan. I, I, it was, I, I mean, it's just like, I, sometimes it's just better. I'm like, I hope he just sleeps through it. Now I've learned that when there are small earthquakes, which I'll, you know, every once in a while, there was one a couple days ago in LA, hmm. it was like 3.6 or something. And I oh. felt the little jolt in like, it was, it was like six in the morning or hmm. something like that. And I'm like, I'm not waking him up. Yeah, fuck him. It's like, what am I going to tell him? Yeah. And then he's going to protect them. Yeah. It's like, everything's good. We're fine. I, I, you know, I waited for potential aftershocks and they didn't come. Well, my parents, they were in Napa on vacation a couple years ago when there was a big ass earthquake, like a six, (gasps) no, five. I'm really going to botch this, but there was a big ass earthquake. Um, and they were literally, they said it was like, a solid minute and it was like it like made the news and they were in the hotel room holding each other being like we're gonna die as the whole room's just like shit falling off the walls bro (laughs) (laughs) if you don't live somewhere where there's earthquakes just like how we like you know we don't experience like tornadoes like that type of thing Earthquakes are weird because when you're in like a tall building, the way that the building mm-hmm. moves, it feels like you're like you're on a wave. Well, we were in the Dodger whole building that one summer when we had the yes. earthquake in here. We were in Dodger Stadium when the big one hit, and yes. and what was crazy is Gray and I were just going up an escalator, just like, like going to get snacks. Didn't even notice it. Meanwhile, people are taking videos in the stadium of everything, like the big poles with the nets in the stadium, like swaying, and everything in the stadium's just like swaying. And and you're just like do do do. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No. Stupid going the, to get pretzels. It's weird though the way that like or different earthquakes feel different. Some jolt you, and some feel like you're on this weird. And you can literally, yeah, you'll see like the movement of like the buildings Crazy, that they're the swaying. It's bizarre. No, that one in the night though, I remember because the bed was that was a that was a jolt. Yes, that one was not. It wasn't a rolling one. It was like jerking you awake. Demons. It was terrifying, and I will... Ne- and then the one when we were, uh, I guess, I think maybe I was seven, so you're pro- maybe too young to remember That's when probably- it happened. It, it, Which one? It was like the really... It was the huge one. Oh. The, I forget the name of it, but it was like the four... What year were you born in? Uh, 88. Yeah, so I was, we're exactly seven years apart. So... Then, yeah, maybe you weren't even alive yet when this happened, but this was the one that, like, the freeways, like, the 405 collapsed. Like, you can look up photos of, like, broads who aren't in, <laughs> who aren't in, uh, in L.A., the four, like, one of our freeways that has a lot of, um, like, bridge-style freeways, it collapsed in numerous places, like, massive structures. It was, a lot of people died. It was gigantic. But it was, like, that um, it like rocked Los Angeles. Um, no thanks. And I was in Orange County at the time, but it was so big. Like in Orange County, I remember getting woken up at seven or when I was like, yeah, seven years old. And that was, I think, what 
what screwed me for forever with their it just scared me so much and the the way my dad wakes up maybe that's what it is and it was just like panic and my mom is like my mom does not do well in emergency situations she's like you know when you watch movies and you'll be like yelling at the person going like move 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 and they're like "Ah!" like, stop move move that's my mom freezing and like yelling and i'm just like seven and i'm like i didn't know what was going on uh hey broads so if you're watching the youtube you might notice that we're in completely different <clears throat> outfits and that's because it's pretty much a week later because your girl didn't notice that a power surge happened and um the episode crashed it wasn't we- your fault jess well it kind of was because i heard something weird <laughs> we were flowing we were in a you zone you didn't want to interrupt the moment and that's honestly another reason i'm extremely disappointed because we talked for like another 40 minutes and we had a some really good conversations. You talked to me about dealing with that, like, one racist asshole at the bar. Oh, my and God. And yeah. we'll talk about this at another time, Brods, yeah. when it comes up organically. Yeah. And then I talked about my Hawaii experience with that one woman who was oh! harassing me on the beach. We'll talk. We'll ha- it'll come up organically, I'm okay. sure. So, Brods, sorry to tease. Ah! <laughs> I was, like, literally telling Gray about that conversation later on because I was like, wow, this is so incredible. Brods, just consider this a tease that we'll uh we'll chat about it at some yeah, you point can't, we can't try to we can't recreate it. it and it's like you're not going to be shocked i'm not no. going to be shocked so we'll create it organically <laughs> at some point when i'm sure there's a parallel example we could bring it up you know what one day when we have the bros on we could talk about both those scenarios with them fantastic idea because i want to fantastic idea on the so yeah broad sorry about this all of a sudden uh shift in conversation <laughs> but we were being tangential anyways so really who cares <laughs> so here we are a week later um and i wanted to ask you you have been with the children i'm a single mom you're a single mom you've been with the children alone shout out single parents holy smokes um don't know how you do it i really i really don't my massive respect massive respect uh but how has it been Okay, so I was just starting to tell you, and then we're like, save it for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to tell you, it's like actually been so great. And like everything's just very like peaceful and like right in the house. <laughs> You're like, somehow it's not as dirty. Somehow my life is better. Somehow it's a little more organized. No, it's like consistent. I miss him. Yeah. And of I like miss you know, I I miss him and it's and Ruth is there's been a couple times where she's literally been like, I want daddy to oh. come home. Oh, that, like she's such a daddy's girl and that like breaks the heart where you're like, I'm so sorry that I'm not enough. No. Yeah. <laughs> like she's just like, Daddy. Oh. So like that's really sad. And then there, like yesterday I was gonna go, I normally go and do work at his gym and I was gonna go to the gym and then I was like I'll be so sad if like yeah. he's not there and You'll then be alone. It's so funny though because we were just starting to say this and and now I say this from a perspective of knowing that my partner will be back yes. in a couple days. So as far as being a single parent, like I said I truly cannot imagine the level of you're just stress and non-stopness and no breaks. Especially you don't have family around you or anything like that and oh if you're God. like the full-time single parent with like full custody, then you're just like Oh, sometimes when I catch myself complaining, I'm like, think about your single mom. Think friends. about getting sick. And then like you don't have and like if you don't have a community around you and you're just like, oh, all, when all of a sudden you like ha- one of the kids gets sick and then you get sick and you have to call into work sick. But then you're also having to take care of your sick children and you're sick. I mean, if you've got the flu and you're throwing up, I mean, uh, it's just 
nightmare. It's a nightmare. And I and I've had caveat being caveat, said. Yeah. When I've had I've had like little moments where all of a sudden you know if everyone will be gone for like a month and a half. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> That's too old. much. Yeah. But if it's a couple days, I think it's so interesting, and Evan and I will talk about this, how if it's a couple days, it's almost sometimes easier to have the kiddo one-on-one than when it's me and Evan together with Ember. And I think... I'll tell you, yeah, yeah. I want to hear your theory on it because I have a theory. I was I just talking to my mom about this. what it may be is I am then... It is this... Because I know, I'm like, I have a numbered days. So let's just say it's three, four sure. days. And I'm going to make sure I schedule as well as possible. And I know that my child will be getting 100% of my attention. And then I'm very like... We're going to have a really fun time together and we're going to miss daddy, but we're going to have like so much fun. And I normally on those days plan way more mm. fun adventures than on an average day. Um, and I think sometimes when Evan and I are together, we're a little chit chatty and we want to talk and hang out. And then Ember's like, hey, 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 and just wanting our attention. And then of you're course. like, excuse me. <laughs> and I'm like, your father and I are in the middle of having a very serious conversation about America's Got Talent. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> having an existential crisis about America's Got Talent. I think that might be what it is. And we're also very chatty partners, right? Yes. So it's like we want to, we want to like gossip and we want to talk about our, what we think about this. Yes. And like we want to, yeah, we want to have uninterrupted just chatting. I feel like all four of us have the inability to not say something when it comes to our mind in like life. It's like broads. Let me give you a perfect example. Becca will have like a time allotment like i have to get home every time i have a million things i have to do and so we're like okay we gotta end the podcast here every time we walk out evan's like some especially if evan's standing in the house the three of us stand there cut to an hour later and we're talking about i don't know what it happens every (laughs) Every single time like if i want if i if i if it is really life or death that i need to get home i have to rudely go I I need to leave now and run through no, the house. You, you literally run. have to book it through the house and like we have to not make eye contact. Like you know how Christians talk about temptation where like Joseph had to like flee from the woman <laughs> and, and literally run in the opposite direction. If I want to avoid a conversation rabbit hole, I have to run. Like I have to flee the temptation. It's the only way that we're able to do it or else it truly is. And it's this is not an exaggeration, an hour long conversation. And it always ends up getting heated and passionate. And it's always about honestly really stupid shit. Or it's like, it's one or the other. It's either like before we got in, we in here, we were talking about um, (laughs) passionately about America's Got Talent. But it'll be either that or we'll be talking about like the pros and cons of polyamory and and Christian parental relationships. You know, it goes either really heavy or or it's really stupid. stupid, But I feel like we attack those things with the same level. Sure. We go really hard. One hundred (laughs) percent. So anyway, yeah, even when it's so when it's the two of us. Yeah. And our our kids are just getting the way of our conversation. Frustrating. Yes. Annoying. They're frustrated. We're frustrated. Everybody's frustrated factor. Yes. And I feel the exact same way where I have known that I will have to give 100 percent of my attention and so I am completely present in the moment mm-hmm. with the kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, all right, when I get home, we are going to do dinner, you know, play and bedtime routine. And I'm like, get You've ready. got it. Put yep. your phone down. 
this is going to be an interruption free zone for <laughs> yes. the next two and a half hours. You know, yes. it's like, let's do this. Yeah. Or have activities planned like Sunday with them. I was just like, we were like going everywhere from like 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And it was just like, and you're just feeling moving like super mom. Yeah. You're just like, I am crushing this. But oh, I, that's such a good feeling when you all of a sudden, oh, yeah, you get like filled all of a sudden with adrenaline and you're like, I'm really crushing this mom <laughs> thing right now. Like, look at you go. Like, hey guys, you want to do a craft when we get home too? <laughs> Glue sticks, you know, feathers. Let's do this. We're going to have fun learning for the next two hours. So you plan the structure. Also, I think that this also happens when I'm with like my in-laws or parents. If there are people around who can also take the responsibility of the child for a minute, then you are sort of your brain is in this like half awake, half asleep mode. Yes. And it's like your brain can't make up the mind of like it's mind of like, am I taking care of my kid or am I? on my phone and organizing my room and there's that middle zone and 100%. you're out you're half into everything half into attention with your kids half into your task 100% yeah and when there's you know and again in the social media driven world it's hard to stay focused and then yeah all of a sudden you're like I could answer those emails right I could look up what and like they're in the MGK kitchen. MGK and Megan Fox are doing. And they're and you're like, they're in the kitchen with blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll just do this real quick. Yeah, my mom and Ember are hanging out. Mm-hmm. So like, we're good to go. I Absolutely. I think it's hard for the brain. You're like, it's yeah, you're just not fully present when for everything you're doing. little and they're busy. But yeah. so then if there's no one else in the house, I'm like, I got to be somewhere nearby. Of course. Aware of what they're doing. Yes. Semi-aware. Yes. I tend to be... Um, I blame my parents. I tend to be a little bit of a nervous Nancy. Uh, a hover. Uh-huh. <laughs> I really work on it. Evan the other day was like, he goes, <laughs> we were on my dad. So for Halloween, my dad and my stepmom made, did a whole pirate ship experience. Oh my gosh. I saw that it was so cute. Can you believe they, they called me a couple days beforehand and they were like, hey, so We'd love to do a fun little Halloween thing for Ember. And since we have this boat, we thought we could do like a pirate theme thing. And I was like, sounds great. And I'm like, I'll put Ember in a cute pirate costume. And she was super excited about that. I was not expecting to walk up. I I walked up to the dock and I see my dad in a full like, <laughs> what's his name? Shmee from Hook. <laughs> full costume. And my dad is not. I've never seen my dad in a costume in his life life Amazing. and he's on the edge of the boat waving and they have a pirate ship like flying and they're blasting pirates of the caribbean music like yes and ember's like oh my god <laughs> like she is living her like truest fantasy <laughs> but That's my amazing. but my dad they were like you know uh he asked ember if she wanted to help him with something and then evan was helping and my dad, you know, every half of a second was like, oh, Ember, oh, my gosh. Oh, Ember, oh, my gosh. Dude, that's how my dad is, too. Really? My dad wasn't like that with us as a kid. But when I'm around with my kids, my dad, every oh. other goddamn minute, my dad is like this. <laughs> he And this, he doesn't even go watch out. He goes like, this is what he says, Jess. He goes, she's going to fall off that and break <laughs> her neck. Like he says that, like she, he's going to crack it. If he falls down the stairs, he'll get, he's going to crack his head open. And, and I'm like, like, stop Dad, saying that. You're really, the visuals are horrifying. <laughs> like he, says, he says that like she's gonna, she could fall off that and like crack her head on, on that on that desk. And, and I'm like, shit, don't, that don't shit gets that. in your mind. And then every time you see them, like, you know, you're like walking downstairs. I'm like, that's all I can like think about. <laughs> that is so yeah, funny yeah. that he wasn't like that with you guys as Oh kids. my God. No, not at all. When we were kids, we were like, 
we had we lived in one of those like mansionette house you, you know what i'm talking about like those not i think that's what they're called they're like track style homes with like you know like influencers in texas and they all have the yes. same kind of house yes 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 Yes. It was like we had one of those kind of houses. They're all the cookie cutter houses. Yeah. But- and like our living room was like tall and it had these like cut out things where there was like a big one for the TV and there was like two cutouts above it that were like up to probably like 16 feet high. Not earthquake safe. <laughs> no. No, but they were inlaid. So I guess oh, they okay. were earth- earthquake safe okay. actually. Okay. But you'd put up, you know, like stupid fake ferns and shit up there like 16 yes. feet up in the in the basically the rafters we had the same house maybe yeah Yeah. so but like my parents did not care like we would somehow crawl our way like up those like (laughs) you like with like exorcist style just like i don't even know how we did it like we were (laughs) like like, i mean we were like stacking up chairs on shit and like just like yeah trying to tie ropes around stuff and like i don't know my parents just were not didn't ever worry about getting hurt and so now i am like I need to be more on top of my kids because I have the opposite problem, Jess. Because you were raised where it's like, it's all good. Also, you were a nanny. (laughs) So you're like, you know the habits of children more. So you have more experience that you're like, it's okay if they eat a little bit of, you know, like there's a little, you know, dirt in their mouth. Like they're going to be fine. We don't have to call poison control right now. But I'm kind of gross like that too. We're like, I'll drop something on like a sidewalk like in san francisco and i'll like pick it back up and eat it and i'm like eh. i will do that as well yeah but Just, i'm okay with ember like getting like dirty no, and the, stuff it's the injuries i well like you said she's a little she you you've said she, she is, has coordination issues she really does she truly really does frank is not as coordinated as ruth <laughs> so he is trying to attempt some of the same things as she does like, and i'm go. like Okay, Frank, you're really going to hurt yourself if you do this. You need to back up, buddy. It's frightening when you're like, oh, <laughs> no, they could really like. You're overestimating yourself. They're not going to be okay. Yeah. I, um, but yeah, my dad, so he was like, you know, Emmer, oh my God, oh my God. And I, and I yeah. all of a sudden was having flashbacks too. Oh. Like when I was pregnant, I went to, um, to Kauai with, with my dad and my stepmom and I was like seven months pregnant and we were like walking down beaches and my dad was like holding on to me. Oh, because those like, steps are kind of steeped. Those like Je- Jessica, Jessica. I was like, dad, <laughs> I'm OK. I'm OK. And he was just the whole time like, do you need water? Do you need whatever? I'm like, I'm your grandbaby's going to be a OK. Yeah. Like, it's OK. But then my mom's like that, too. And my mom is a total helicopter hover. Yeah. Um, And so Evan, after this weekend, Evan was like. Man, Jess, I, uh, you know, I, I understand it now. He's like, because I thought it was just your mom, but <laughs> spending more time with your dad recently. He's like, you come from two helicopters. I was like, I really try to resist my urges. I'm like, I feel like I'm always watching Ember. And I'm talking like dancing on flat ground. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. But I'm trying to hold it in. I'm just like, that's great, honey. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm just like it's gonna be okay oh god like teaching her how to swim i was like i'm going to like black out i was so nervous the whole time i can't i don't i'll tell you what i don't go to swim lessons with them that's the they're very stressful that's gray's duty that's it's very stressful very stressful i also just feel bad because they're generally semi-miserable at least yeah until they get it and then they're like this is the best thing ever yeah but for a while it's the worst. I will say Frank's are immediately, he's only been to two lessons, already cool with it. Like we'll be in the hot tub and we'll dunk him under and he just goes, comes up like this. 
oh my god and he's like blinking he's like what i cannot do on land i can do at sea he loves the water. <laughs> yeah he loves the water like, but yeah i know it's so funny how how that works how it's just like you get in your game you have your game face on your parenting okay broads one more quick pause i am 100 percent obsessed with holiday scents whether it's candles hand soaps, air fresheners, laundry detergent. If it comes in a holiday scent, I just can't help myself. Not surprisingly, this also applies to my personal care routine and how perfect because one of our favorite body brands, Native, has just launched their holiday collection inspired by all of the amazing smells of the holiday season, which just makes me love them even more somehow. No, you guys, for real, this might be their best collection ever before. But first, let's talk about Native. For those of you who don't know why we love them so much, for starters, their natural deodorant. Native's all-natural aluminum-free deodorant is so good. I feel like sometimes natural deodorant gets a bad rap, but honestly, I have tried a lot, and I will be honest, not all natural deodorants are created equal. And Native worked so well for me. It was just the beginning of my obsession with their brand, and now they're slowly taking over my entire bathroom, but I'm not mad about it. I mean, same, 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 same. Uh, of course, like Becca said, their deodorant is amazing, but also try out their natural toothpaste, body wash, and other amazing products. I am obsessed with their mistletoe scented deodorant right now. It's like the perfect mix of pine spice and a tiny bit of sweetness. I'm honestly sad it's only a seasonal scent. I might just have to stock up while I still can. Stay merry, happy, fresh, and festive this holiday season. You're going to have it all. You will love Native's limited-time seasonal products as much as we do. Just go to nativedeodorant.com and use code CHATTY. You're going to get 20% off your first purchase at checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com. Code CHATTY for 20% off. nativedeodorant.com. Code CHATTY. So do you know what has become super important to us the last two years? clean air. I know for myself personally, I live in a city that has really bad air quality and I have a little one coming home from school and dogs running in and out, bringing germs in. So clean air is essential in our home. And that is why I have a Homedics Total Clean Air Purifier and it is amazing. Yes, it is so amazing. Total Clean's Air filtration system and UVC light removes up to 99.9% .9 of airborne allergens, including pollen, pet dander, smoke, and mold. Oh my gosh, all things you should not be breathing in, but oftentimes you are if you do not have a um, good filtration system. Okay, so it purifies the air in large rooms up to 343 square feet, and it's much cheaper than those crazy expensive air filters or air purifiers, and it's more compact than typical uh, bulky air purifiers, so it doesn't take up a lot of space in your home, and it looks really chic too. So got all the benefits with none of the cons. And I don't know if you know this, I didn't, but the air inside your home can be up to five times dirtier than the air outside. Yikes. Uh, that's where Hometics Total Clean helps. They have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating, so they're a brand you can rely on. Oh, 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 oh. And Total Clean's whisper quiet technology combined with the option to use the integrated aromatherapy makes for a more restful sleep. It even includes a nightlight feature for people that like a little light before bed. Ember loves that feature these days. So whether you're dealing with allergies or you're just looking to keep your family safe, we've got good news. Because right now, if you go to Homedics, Homedics, 
uh, H-O-M-E-D-I-C-S dot com slash chatty and use promo code chatty, you'll receive a free replacement filter with the purchase of your air purifier, which is up to a $99 value. And make sure you add the replacement filter to your cart or else the promo code won't work. Um, so again, that's a free replacement filter when you go to H-O-M-E-D-I-C-S dot com slash chatty and use promo code chatty. Did you guys uh, do anything for Halloween? Yeah. So, oh my gosh. So, you know, I'm a Christian again. I go to church now. Not actually a Christian again, but I have been going to a church lately. Yes. Broads. I, met, I actually met an awesome broad and her husband and she was great. Um, Becca's going to start Rachel. witnessing. <laughs> shout out to Rachel. No, oh, they're just, nice. it's just cool. It's just a cool community. And they're very like, like literally everyone there is like, we're all here because we have church trauma. And so oh, this is our nice. church. Like I was talking, I met the pastor this week. It's weekend. like a therapy group. Yeah, basically. I met the pastor and he was just like, so like, what's your background? I was like, well, you know, kind of like traumatized from my Christian upbringing. He's like, like all of us Welcome. here. <laughs> yeah, basically that vibe. That's so it was nice. fun. So we went to, we went to church and uh, they then after had like, and everyone was all dressed up and then they had like tacos and margaritas out in the courtyard after. So everyone's just hanging, having tacos and margaritas, bunch of candy for the kids. This is a fun church. Fun church. <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah. And so we were there until like two. Then we drove and it's in Pasadena. It's eight minutes away from you. I have to, I have to go to this yeah, church. You have to, you have to check it out because I drive 40 minutes. It's not bad on a Sunday, but anyway. I'm sure. So, I'm um... So then we drove home and me and both the kids, though, were passed out in the driveway, all in the car. I fell asleep in the front seat and they were asleep in the back. Then we woke up, rallied, got on our costumes and then drove to a friend's like family Halloween party. And we were there until like eight and then got home, passed out. So oh, that's fun. fun. What'd you guys do? Besides your um, pirate ship extravaganza. Well, you know, we had Evan and I had a wedding. Oh, yes. That weekend. Which, and it was a posh wedding. It was a very posh wedding, a wedding that I'm so sorry, broads, but can't I need give to details. I need to talk to you about off mic because she signed an NDA. I mean, practically, it was a very um, it was a wedding of my very best friend um, growing up, pretty much my whole life. His parents are my godparents, um, and uh, he ended up marrying a into a very influential family. I'll just say the Bidens. <laughs> no i mean if joe would have walked up i would have been like not surprised how do you do Did you, could you believe sorry random interrupting but before i forget could you believe that megan king from real housewives got married to like joe biden's nephew i didn't even know out that. of nowhere she'd been dating him for like a few months and they're married now what yeah talk about a uh, a change in spouses Totally. It goes from that baseball player to... Ew, uh, he was horrible. He was absolutely terrible to her. And terrible. I, I hope uh, blessings to her and the Biden family. And she posted like, just like, well, when you know, you know, kind of thing. It was actually kind of cute. I'll show you a photo real quick of them. But I'm actually shocked. Yeah. I can see her. Just oh like royal, little royal family now. Um, yes. She definitely looks like she would be... They're cute. They actually are really cute. And I think she's really happy. Aw. So anyway. I love when you see love work out. Continue on. You went to that wedding. But went to that wedding. Um, and so Evan and I were um, the next day just pretty tired. It was just more like the wedding wasn't super late. But you know when you don't know a single person. you out so much energy. At a wedding. Yeah. And so you're and the wedding was very small. 
And so, you know, you're having conversations the whole night with people you've never met. Mm-hmm. So, like, we were having a little bit of a, uh, a social hangover. Mm-hmm. Um, so we I were just, that. you know, we were just low key. And so we got Ember and we did the pirate ship. And then we took her, we went, came back, changed from her pirate costume into her bat mm-hmm. costume. She went trick or treating and that was it. And doesn't sound like that was it that sounds like a lot it was no it was really fun yeah i will say this though this is the first year i guess not okay not covid not where COVID. you guys didn't go to a halloween party no mm. we went out to dinner remember wait what are you talking about last year last year for halloween we went to dinner that was oh, like yeah. our halloween we like we got we put yeah, on yeah. costumes and we went to a uh, one of vanderpump's restaurants yes we did Yes. Yes, we did. And that was our Halloween moment. And it was still like during the heavy COVID times. And so there was really like a a dinner was like, oh, my God, we're out at dinner. The only people throwing parties were like 18 year old TikTokers. Yeah. Jake Paul was throwing a raging party and getting shut down by the police. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I'm like, this is the it was the first year. And now, you know, there's a lot of parties that were happening. This is the first year that I can't remember or that I can remember that we didn't go out and like go to a party. And um, I oh, was, you're getting so old, <laughs> ancient of days. <laughs> no, but I started. So then I was going down this whole like this whole um, journey of seeing how wild this mm. whole Halloween things become with the celebrities. Like I can't even believe it. The amount of like the costume and like the photo shoots and how over the top Dude. and these parties are insane i had two more costumes planned that i'd never got around to <laughs> you were like I I went a little overboard but here's the thing this is the difference you went first of all you love your thrift shopping yeah, that's one of your hobbies fun and you're a creator so you're yeah. like you're putting it together right. and you have your family yeah. i'm talking shoot. about the photo shoot every single day of the week that's like has you know a full team behind it full glam oh, yeah. squad and i'm like i guess if you have the money and you're a creator like you know yeah, cool some people just like it and you love it god bless yeah. but i was just then do, like kind of going down this whole spiral as i was sitting and like not doing it i'm like halloween's probably really lonely for a lot of people mm. with social media it feels like i i you know what it's funny i was thinking the same thing even as i was i wasn't i was off instagram because it was sunday on actual halloween but i was thinking about how like I had things to go to where I kind of made things to go to, but I got invited to like a friend of a friend's Halloween party. Yeah. And actually it wasn't even my friend's Halloween party. It was like my friend invited me to her friends. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, oh man, I can imagine a lot of people were like, why the, like, I don't have anything to go to or no one invited me to do shit or when like everyone's posting. It's like the day or the weekend when everyone's posting. It's yeah. like, I'm sure for people who like have work or who maybe are in a period of time where like they don't have like a ton of current friends well, or whatever. It, yeah, I didn't get invited to I technically didn't get invited to any single person's Halloween party. I didn't either. A friend of a friend <laughs> invited me. So guys, <laughs> my thing is too, and this is the, so then I was kind of going, then I was looking at all of our old costumes and photos together because I do love getting dressed up. I, bitch, invite me to a masquerade party. Like I am all about like costume party any time of the year. Although Obsessed. I will say, isn't it a little bit less fun? Like I was getting dressed in my costume to go to the family Halloween party. 
it sucks though to be in a costume when you have to take care of your kids and your wig and your coat and it's like impossible. everything's getting in the way. It's impossible. I'm like, I don't want to be wearing all this shit. I normally like costumes, but I was like, I don't want to wear all this shit. I just want to wear a sweatshirt and my kids can be in their costumes. When I am with Ember, I, and sorry, Ember, if I'm not going all out, <laughs> but when I am with Ember, I have only ever done like makeup, you know, like yeah, cat makeup on my like, face and like ears. You want to deal with like the itchy wig and the cape and all that while trying to like get your kid in their car seat. I threw and she was a bat. So I bought like Evan, a uh, like wolf masquerade mask yeah. and me like an owl masquerade yeah. mask. So I like put those on and I like, you know, had a hood on and I'm, but, but I'm like, I, I, I want to be comfy yes i don't want to be trying to like my makeup not melting juggling yes. me yes. and my stilettos yes. and my fishnets out with my kids exactly okay continue your thought no but i was just thinking i was like yeah it just i felt like i kind of sat there and i and i normally don't feel like i'm necessarily wired this way but i sat there and i was like i feel kind of shitty oh no, but not like in a sad way yeah. where I was like, oh, I'm having like a crisis. Yeah. But I was just kind of like, oh, my God, like. We didn't get invited to a party this year. Now, granted, I, yeah, I thought the same. I, that's what I'm saying. I had the same yeah, thought where I was, I was like, like, thank God I found some things to do. Otherwise, I would have had yeah. nothing to do with my kids. All I was day. so grateful for my family doing the pirate ship, which then was amazing for Ember. But I'm like. And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I guess normally like we'll reach out to like some random people who we know always throw good parties and they'll let us know when we didn't this year. But that doesn't matter. It was like in that moment where you go, man, sometimes social media can blow because then I was thinking about I love Halloween because I like getting dressed up. But I was thinking about how every single year for the past, I would say, five years, I I guess minus last, but the five year before that. We went to like a really cool big party because mm -hmm. of Evan's work. Mm -hmm. And I loved getting dressed up. I loved walking into the party because the decorations were crazy. And you'd be like, wow, cut to 10 minutes. Hated it. Mm. Don't have any real friends there. Everyone's just fucking hobnobbing with each other. And so then I was looking at all these kind of like these posts of everybody like who were, you know, I mean, whoever. But and you're just kind of like. It's funny how social media can just be deceptive totally. that way. Because I'm like, I would post all that shit and it would be a little bit like, you know, uh, it looks like I had a raging time. Oh, yeah. Cut to the fact that I stood next to Evan the entire night and felt shy because I didn't know anyone and felt insecure because it was full of L.A. models. And I was like, oh, I dressed up like this. <laughs> you know, and you're just... That's how it's I always feel about funny New Year's perception. Eve. New Year's Eve. I always feel that way about New Year's Eve. It's always a disappointment. That is such a good example. Always. In always. Fact, last year, I mean, last year was COVID, but what we ended up doing was just like, I think I was just off social media and we were with some good, like good friends. And that's sort of been my takeaway. And I'm going to be off social media this year for Christmas and uh, New Year's Eve. I'm taking December 20th through January 20th off. You know what? And I can't wait. I think that's a really good idea. Just stay off the fucking holiday. Like post, do your, if you want to do, because I love doing like holiday photos, do your photos like a couple days before and then just like delete the app for the actual holidays. I think that's a really good idea because I think it can create loneliness. Yeah. I think the holidays can be really painful for a lot of people. Yeah. And before social media, all we had was what was right in front of us. Dude, and we couldn't compare it. 
Yeah. You know, it's just like, yeah, go trick-or-treating with yeah. your kids. Plenty. And I had so much fun, and I had a great day. And then when I was sitting on my couch being like, wow, I'm a loser. And I'm like, no, I, I mean, it's, it's, this, is, this is ridiculous. It's all fake. Yeah. It's all bullshit. And New Year's Eve is such a perfect example because it's always like last year I was sitting in a hotel room alone with Evan mm-hmm. and we watched the East Coast ball drop mm-hmm. and went to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And Ember was already asleep. Mm-hmm. And I was then, I, I, now that I'm thinking about it, I guess I had a moment last year too where I was like the past few years everyone's scrambling to find the cool party or the packed bar or get the reservation and there's nothing wrong with it it can be so much fun but and it's a fun experience too sometimes although sometimes you're always chasing like in fact I think that you were at the, we there was a New Year's par- Eve party several years ago and I think we were there together and it was like okay, this party's kind of over, so then let's go to this other party that's over here. But then that one's kind of like, whatever. So now let's go to this one over here. And then it's 3.30 and you're like, well, that was kind of the whole night was like chasing an experience that I didn't really find. Instead of what we should have done, which is just... And here's the thing with the Halloween party that we were at the other day. It was like a family party, but the best point of it was at the end of the night when it was like me and two other moms and we were sitting in the kitchen and we were just kind of like talking and the kids were like kind of playing and everyone's costumes were kind of half off yeah. you know and we were just chatting yeah uh, over a glass of wine and it's like that's those are the most fun parts so like for new year's eve why not invite your like four friends over mm-hmm. or one friend and bake some cupcakes and pop a bottle of champagne and just chat and go mm-hmm cheers to a new year what's totally. your resolution or if you're alone <laughs> if like you if you're just by yourself you know it's like it's taking that time to yeah stay off social media and think about this past Journal. year jur- yeah just prepare yourself for this coming year be show gratitude to yourself for like even just the little things that were accomplished in this fucking hellscape of the past two years mm-hmm. that you did and you accomplished Instead of, and again, like, I'm not trying to say that it's not fun to have those, to go to fun parties or to go out oh, yeah, to no, bars you're not, and do whatever. You're not party shaming. No, definitely not. <laughs> Your girl loves to party. But it's just more like when you feel that need, not because, and I think it's the problem is for me is when I feel the need, not because I actually want to go to the party, but because then I go, why aren't you there? Why uh-huh. weren't you invited? And then you start to feel kind of bad about is yourself. Is my life, like, yeah. like, do I have friends? I'm like, have I lost it? <laughs> totally you know us mama lost it totally and then you're like no it's just a different it's just a different year i think planning and rituals do help though so like you said even if you are alone have a you know you're like i'm gonna spend new year's eve alone Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna you know buy my favorite bottle of wine or i'm gonna get my favorite you know whatever it is my favorite nice sparkling seltzer Mm -hmm. water whatever Mm -hmm. the hell some mint to throw in it and make it fancy i'm Mm -hmm. going to you know get a my special journal out i'm going to light some candles and do like a little ritual or you know or you know whatever it is watch my favorite movie yeah i was gonna say call my best friend watch you know you your tradition is watching when harry met sally and and right before the ball drops or whatever just fun just create a little ritual yeah. for yourself i feel like that really helps because then you have a little bit of a plan so you're not just because you're sort of like sitting there watching america's got talent reruns <laughs> being like why why has my life come to this we were really talking some massive smack on agtv <laughs> before we started recording this podcast and really trying to figure out why it's the biggest show 
let us know Anywho. in the comments. <laughs> we always say that, and then we never ask the question in the comments. We're I know we're, like, we're, we're not in the good comments. At that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're in the YouTube comments. We won't. Know. We don't know. We don't go in the YouTube I know. comments. It's you a know dark what? Place. It's, I will say, um, I the YouTube comments can be a dark place. But Evan did mention to me the other day, and I want to shout out so much love to you, Broad. <laughs> so we're not trying to ignore it. Sometimes it can be a lot there are certain seasons where all of a sudden you look and you see negative things about yourself and so, sometimes that's hard to swallow well with youtube also your videos can show up on random people's algorithms so sometimes yes. you get like random people watching saying terrible things about you right it'll be like why does she look like that and yeah. then and then you're thinking what did this person mean why do i look like what and then you know you're spiraling um but uh but evan told me the other day he was like he's like uh your YouTube comments are so nice. Good. Yeah. Because last time I went on, they were not. Actually, you know what it is. It's always just the one comment that has to do with y you yourself. You get. It's hard not to get stuck. Like I said, I remember there was literally a comment one time that I saw on YouTube and it was just some random like bot style account that said, why does Jess look like that? And I wasn't wearing anything strange. And, you were just <laughs> and like, I was just like, what does that mean? Why do I look like what? There's this one woman in the YouTube comments who's like your super fan and like my super hater. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, is she getting a shout out right now? Like, <laughs> I, know, I, I, this one really stuck with me because it threw me for a loop. She was like, Becca is such a like conceited whatever. When she made that comment and like did the timestamp, you could see in Jess's eyes how like annoyed she was <laughs> with her in that moment and was like analyzing like your responses and was like, I'm so with her. She needs to ditch that like that asshole. <laughs> it was like those kind of comments. And I was just like, oh. I I have seen comments before. I'm mean, gonna make something very clear. I have seen comments before that have been about either one of us, right. about us being irritated at each other. Something that I do want all the listeners to know is that if Becca and I ever have a problem with each other, we'll, you, we'll say it on the podcast. Like, I'll be like, yeah. well, I don't agree with you. Right. Like, there's not going to be any hidden meaning behind. Also, another thing I want to say. There was one There was one moment that I cut out recently from an episode because, <laughs> no, because, <laughs> because your, your, uh, your broad here, Jess, was um, extremely PMS-y and I started crying <laughs> because, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. It struck a chord with you. Well, you're very sweet. I, uh, it was, it was the moment I, we were talking about Palm Springs and Becca and Gray were in complete fun, sweetly messing around and joking about us going to Palm Springs. Uh, for the record, also, I was going like this to Gray. I was going, Grace didn't stop and Gray didn't. Oh, really? I don't yeah. even remember. I was anyway. just all up in my feels and I, and I had a, I started fully crying. I felt so bad. You were, I tried to find, I'm devastated because I was going to use that clip <laughs> as a post for your birthday because the speed in which Becca picked me up like a child and cradled me as I, I was felt, crying. I felt horrible. You didn't do anything wrong. I disagree. I, I disagree with you. I listen. I listened to it back because I was so, I was like, oh my God. 
we were all messing around and I out of nowhere lost it because it was just, you know, you have those PMS days yeah. and I just, for some reason it struck a weird chord and I lost it and you cradled me like a child and you comforted me. <laughs> and I was going to use this clip without the, without sound and be like, this is the behind the scenes of Becca that you don't see is her comforting me when I'm a disaster. Oh, I just felt so sad that you felt so sad. Oh, you know, again, it was just a day. I know, but when you have those, when anyone has those moments, it's because it's hitting like a real insecurity, even if, you know, even if the other person isn't doing anything wrong, you know, it's right. like, well, and it had just, nothing to do with you. It had, it had had to do with, like we were talking about, a comment, a DM that talked about me not being a good parent because mm-hmm. I don't show Ember the world and I just take her to Palm Springs and it was a really mean DM. So then it, and so Becca and Gray have no idea. So we're all joking about it. And then I just start bawling and your poor face, you were in like, when I looked over at you, you were like in shock. Because <laughs> of nowhere. So other than that <laughs> moment, there's never been anything that hasn't been discussed on camera. Anywho, that was quite a tangent. <laughs> but it also, had to be like, said. Also, the internet's just been bothering me lately. And honestly, it embarrasses me to... Um, I got distracted because I was looking in this corner. Broads, we might be doing a studio makeover soon, which I'm really excited about. Oh, I'm so excited. But in this corner, this is like some sort of art installation that's happening. <laughs> oh, Evan has has hidden all of his junk with like... Um, with blankets and like the blue curtain is pouring over like a waterfall. There's like texture, there's dimension happening over here and it caught my eye. There's like some hanging lights and I was just like, wow, what this is, there is like art happening. It actually is beautiful. Bravo, Evan. I'm making your trash treasure. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, got distracted. Um, what, what was I just talking about? Uh, that the internet has been bothering you. Oh Yeah. And it's embarrassing for me to think back on all the times that I have contributed to just just talking shit. I have been just like noticing how much um, negativity there is and not in a way of like love and light. And like, let's not talk about racism and homophobia and all these things because it's negative, like not like that, but just like. Like, just even in in, in the past several months, like, I have been really good about just, like, I'm not going to engage with that comment or that DM, like, whatever. But then lately, it's, like, because I am just trying to transform certain parts of myself when I'm seeing certain people respond. I'm just, like, what are you doing? (laughs) What the hell are you spending your afternoon? Yeah. Like, someone, someone DM'd me when I was just, like, no, I didn't have a nose job. Noses change. With, I don't. I think it's wrong how we elevate the beauty standard of like thin noses, whatever. And that person was like, "Sis, stop lying. You're harming women by lying and saying that you didn't have a nose job because, like, because just get honest and stop sharing an unrealistic like standard, whatever, whatever." And I was just like, I would have let that slide in the past, and I was just like, "Bro, I haven't had a nose job." Here's a picture of me when I'm 15, you dumb fuck. <laughs> like, shut the hell up. What, did you just say I'm, I'm fucking lying? That and goes, just, that also goes back to, I know one of your biggest pet Oh, just being like, is when, miss. When people think they know you and they make declarations and you're like, no. Yeah. But and also so you're like, like, so you just are just calling me a liar. 
But or, or like yesterday when I was talking about like consumption and someone w- went on this whole thing about like, girl, you are the most capitalist person ever being an influencer. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. So bottom line, though, what are you saying that I shouldn't spread this positive message? Right. Right. What the fuck is your what's why? Why? I. Why? <laughs> I. I I don't know. Can't we just like can't we just like be a little more encouraging but we don't want to talk people our society i'm just realizing even in my own dynamics with friends we don't want to talk about like oh my god have you seen how lauren's doing she's doing awesome i am just so proud of her no we want to talk shit we want to go lauren oh my god have you seen john he is he is he relapsed Uh like uh so sad dude he really has problems it's probably because of his childhood trauma i you know i've just been thinking about him and so i thought i should share it with you because like it's just so sad and you're like is that really why you're sharing that and uh and i've been a part of that and i'm just like i don't know i think we really need to evaluate just the way that we move about spaces with our friends on the internet and just be like take a and i i'm i am saying this to myself as i often do and i think sometimes people misinterpret it as i I say it i present it as if i'm preaching but oftentimes when i'm really passionate it's because it's something i've been thinking about towards myself something that you yeah it's like important to me right now that that i want to work on i know firsthand that that's something that you've been trying to work on because in conversations lately you've been stopping and you've been like i'm not gonna gossip right now i don't damn okay I appreciate that. So hard. It's so hard. (laughs) But um, yeah, I don't know. I just think we need to like pause and be like, what's my intention with this? Like, what am I trying to achieve here? Truly? Mm -hmm. Like, I need to get honest with myself. Am I trying to feel powerful right now? And maybe if I'm being totally honest with myself, I'm kind of getting off on bringing someone else down even if i feel like it's justified or whatever like and i think that even just clarifying those intentions and switching to Mm. the right intention completely changes the language in which you interact with Mm. people and the way that you present certain the timing in which you present things to people that's very true i think that would really help my dms out (laughs) if all y'all did that okay but the thing is it takes one that's that's the thing that's the way that the human mind works is you hear it's literally scientifically proven you hear a hundred positive things and the one negative thing sticks did you know what i heard in church though the other day tell me the pastor was sharing about the study where like they had these it was like a stanford study or something where they had these people it was like 400 and something people and they had them all write a letter to someone in the past who they had never thanked before and the lasting effects of writing that letter lasted three months and like those people's just like overall like there was a shift in their brain by taking that time to deliberately write and thank someone from the past and like the the message that they were talking about in church was just like mindfulness and like i loved oh you you'll like this he said something he was like when we get caught up in worry and like thoughts about the future it's all made up right it's all your mm-hmm. imagination the way you think other people think about you the youtube comments 100%. it's all a figment of my imagination yep so like why it's not, not your reality why not make that imagination something really great i love that I love that perspective so much. Right? And yeah. then the other day with the Halloween party, I was like, oh my God, what if I get there and like, no, I don't know anyone and no one's talking to me and I'm standing alone with the kids. And then I was like, no, what if I make new friends and connect with other moms and stay until 10 p.m. because I'm having such a good time? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know what the reality was? A complete neutral. Yeah. Had some moments I wasn't talking to anyone, had some moments I was connecting with people. 
and overall had a decent time and went home and was but uh, you also unflustered. didn't bog yourself down with anxiety beforehand right. and so it was like oh i'm so i'm trying to do more of that of like i love I, that why don't i just imagine the the good things it's all fucking made up anyway i really like that me too i'm gonna start trying to do that more because lord knows i could go down a negative trail <laughs> right the anxiety spiral right. it's just like Oh my gosh, like I worst case scenario always. Always. Best case scenario. Best case scenario. Just say you can just, you know, good thoughts, positive thoughts your way out of things. I totally get that. No, but. no, of course not. But I think there's a difference between and again, if we're just talking about like a daily like like, you know, going to work and I work's been fucking sucking for uh -huh. somebody and i i really am dreading going to work on monday morning like the sunday scaries are real it's just like i guess going in and being like i'm going it sounds it sounds so silly but it, it's i mean it's so true it's like i'm going to accomplish this today and i'm gonna have fun mm -hmm. even though you're like i don't like my mm -hmm. job but like i'm gonna have fun i used to try to hype myself up like that before there was one job that i hated it so <laughs> So much that I had and it gave me massive anxiety every night and morning I was just like oh god I just dreaded it but I will say I started like reading some books and I would hype myself up every morning and it really did it you know it helped it wasn't that the days weren't tough and right. that it wasn't that it disappeared but it definitely was better than me living in dread mm -hmm. every moment of every day even if it's just like awesome around my second break i'm going to get my favorite matcha yeah totally like, i can't wait for it mm -hmm. it's gonna mm -hmm. be amazing i would always i'd go to the gas station and i'd get my bubble yum <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> my hell yeah does my dentist hate me for it yes but <laughs> it sure made my day <laughs> okay um now what didn't make your day Oh, you want you to know hear about where, you that? You know where I'm going. Rods, I have a horrifying story to tell you. I, going from the twist of positivity to um, something that happened last night. And I texted Becca this morning and I said, I had the scariest shit happen to me last night. And I'm freaked out that when we had Roz on the show and we talked the EVP that I invited something in because, <laughs> because that was the only thing that I was thinking last night because I was like I've obviously had these things around my house but this was so scary to me and I don't know if I'll be able to explain it well but I will try okay so I haven't felt anything in the house the past couple days um at all actually and um i it's because she was out for halloween <laughs> that's true someone got invited it's to parties true. somebody did yeah she was partying and then she came back um but Hungover. i oh, and angry okay <laughs> <laughs> so this is a weird one because it's like this like dream almost sleep paralysis combined with then real life things so let me take you on this journey quick i fall asleep and i'm having a completely normal dream vivid 
which is unusual for me. <gasps> I got to tell you about my dreams last night. Okay, oh you, my sorry. <laughs> you just remind me. Okay, okay so vivid. Vivid, but uh, normal. In fact, so random. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out Sophie James, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. Unpaid Emotional Labor. Check out that Patreon. She's mm. amazing. Um, in my dream, I was on the phone with her, talking with her about like a hilarious meme that she had done. Yeah. Like, I'm literally having a day in my right. life. Right. Normal. Yes. And all of a sudden, I walk outside of some building that I was in. And I right away, like, I look to my, to my right, and I notice it's, like, bright outside, but I notice, like, just... It's not a figure. It's just a shadow. And I'm and I look to my right and I see this shadow like in the bushes and I'm like and I right away was filled with so much dread and I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Then I looked ahead and I see that shadow ahead of me. And then I look to my left and I see the same shadow. And then immediately. I feel like a massive weight on my back and um. Like, but it felt like pressure, not like an actual body, right? Like a massive pressure on my back and a hand over my mouth, like pressure. But again, it didn't feel like a hand. It just felt like pressure over my mouth. And the second that that happened, I knew I was sleeping. I was very cognizant that I was asleep, right? And so I'm like, you need to wake up right now. Wake up right now. Wake up right now. So I started screaming. And you know how normally in dreams, like oh, you, can't, God, that's worst, you yeah. can't scream. I could but it was weird because it sounded muffled up close in my dream, but I it, it echoed and I could feel my chest screaming. So mm-hmm. I was like, I know I'm screaming out loud mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. outside of my dream, mm-hmm. but in my dream, I can't. So I was having all of these like very yes. yeah, yeah, cognizant yeah, yeah, yeah. thoughts. And then all of a sudden I felt something else pull on my hair. My hair is just getting pulled back. And again, it wasn't like yanking, but it was just like this pressure. And I was just like getting consumed. I'm seeing all these colors. And in my mind, again, fully cognizant in my brain, I'm going, maybe there's some weird little like DMT, like like something's happening because you're seeing all these colors and there's pressure and you're dreaming, you're dreaming, you're dreaming. Wake the fuck up. And I'm I'm trying to scream because I'm like, Evan's laying right next to me. Maybe he'll shake me awake. So I all of a sudden I wake up and I, my face is down in the pillow, like fully just straight down in my pillow. And I'm like, I was shocked that I was able to wake myself up. Yeah. I was like, damn. And then the second I woke up, I felt something on my and then I'm fu- I know I'm awake. I'm like, I'm fully because I was so cognizant trying to get yeah, out yeah, of my yeah, dream. Yeah. I feel something on my back and I, f- I fucking feel something breathing on my neck. Dude, stop. 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 And I have my face down in the pillow. And I'm like, you cannot turn around. Stop. There is something on you or behind you, and you cannot turn around. You do not want to see what is behind you. That's all that I'm processing. So I moved my head a little bit so that I was looking at Evan and not the other direction where I could feel it. (sighs) And I'm just staring at Evan. For about five minutes. And I'm just like trying to like calm my breathing and just be like, it's just in your head. You, it's in your imagination. It's not real. It's not real. I'm just like trying to tell myself that. And then you know how early in this episode I told you how Evan wakes up normally, right? Yes. Well, first of all, he doesn't wake up through fucking earthquakes like yes. we talked about. Yes. I'm looking at him and all of a sudden he just opens his eyes and looks at me. Oh <laughs> my. That's the, this is the, that's the scariest part out of all of this. I was truly horrified and he just opens his eyes and looks at me 
And again, so opposite of how he normally is. He just goes, normally Evan would be like, what? What? He looks at me and he goes, is it a bad dream? And I'm just looking at him. <gasps> and I'm like, yeah. <gasps> and then... And then I can re- and then I kind of relax because I see that he kind of looked behind me. So I'm like, there's clearly Nothing horrifying not there he would something see it. behind me. So then I, so then he kind of like settles back down. He's like, sorry, babe, do you want to talk about it? And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I was like so shaken. And so then I, so then I laid back. So he rolls back over and then I lay back on my back. So you I'm didn't like, say, you didn't say like, hold me or anything like that. Like, just, no, I was so shaken up. Yeah, I literally was yeah. like, I don't want to talk about what yeah. just happened. Yeah. Like I'm, my heart was just like pounding. Yeah. Cause I feel like I was physically like fighting in my dream. So then I turned back on my back and Ashley sleeps in bed with us. And she is like, she yeah. doesn't stir. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't. She just becomes a full croissant and doesn't move. <laughs> she crawls out of her thing. And she just stands there, alert, staring at the corner of the room and just looking at it. And I'm just laying there and I'm like, I haven't moved. So it's not like she was really disrupted by me, not more than I normally do. And she's just staring at it. I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. And I'm like, I had to pee and I just waited there for like 45 minutes until I couldn't hold it anymore. And I'm like, I, I will never fall back asleep. So I finally get up to go to the bathroom and I swear to God. I walk out of the room and close the door. And the second I am in the hall, I hear like a ton of quiet voices. Like all talking to each and other. Obviously at this, oh my God, just that's so scary. And obviously at this point you're, you're oh, so, I'm, you've been awake for uh, so I've been awake for like so at least 45 minutes. And I was on my phone. I was looking on my phone. I'm scrolling. At one point, I was laying there like completely still. And then I picked up my phone and I was like, oh, the podcast episode's out now because it was like two in the morning. And I was just like, I was just on my phone. And then I'm like, I have to pee. I get up, close the door. I hear like 15 voices. It sounded like a ton of people talking just quietly. Oh, my. And then I hear a kid's voice go, mom, mom. And I'm like, Ember woke up. And I go back in the bedroom and she's quiet. And I'm like, and then I wake Evan up. I'm like, (laughs) then he wakes up fully panicked. I'm like, calm down. (laughs) And I'm like, did you, I'm like, did you hear Ember? And he's like, no. And I'm just sitting there and I didn't hear. And it didn't sound quite like Ember, but it sounded just like a kid saying mom. So I like ran back into the bedroom. And then I went into the bathroom sat on the toilet i had my phone with me because i was like just don't look in the fucking window like i just had this feeling i was like don't look in the window and now i've horrified myself right i'm fully just full spiral and then i go and then i walk back into the hallway and i don't hear anything and i walk back into the bedroom and i'm fully shaken up but i don't feel I don't know. It then just didn't feel as heavy. Oh my god, that don't look in the window sleep. thing too. It's like such a, um, it's such like an animal sense where you'll almost like feel the part of your body tingling that's yes. closest to the thing, you know. And yes. you're just like, yes, you're you're yeah. It's like yes. every sense in you is like, there's this is something's happening, and I 
oh my god it was so scary and it's like and i i know like the dreams can feel so real and then you transition into that you were like awake but i just i've never been like so aware that i was dreaming and i've tried to get myself out of dreams before like i've definitely had that where it's like lucid and you're like you know whatever but it was like I don't know. It was so scary. And then, of course, the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, did we awaken something? And then I was listening to our episode that we released, our first episode ever. And in the first episode ever, I go, there's been some weird things happening in my house because that's our first episode ever was right after our babysitters had told us that they heard weird things in the house. It's a portal. You have a portal. It's a portal. Anywho, so if I catch me moving soon <laughs> you can't move right now everybody the market is just a nightmare <laughs> just gonna have to you deal with you can sell in rent though true but you know it's nice to maybe maybe i can rent this house out and then go just rent the studio re- out there you go yeah re- or rent rent uh rent the home out and then we could go move somewhere else but then i'd have to tell the person oh, there you like go. hey just fyi there are spirits here advertise it yeah you know, advertise Just it like really this get is the, a... get the haunts coming out. So, anywho, that was uh, what happened. Did you have a crazy dream? No, I just was having dreams that I was... Like, it was my own brain's fucked up versions of Squid Game. Like, I was having... Like, my brain was making up... I, I was in Squid Game. I had, like, this horrible dream where there was, like, eight of us left and, like... See, once again, always in my dream, I always somehow get out of it where it, they were like, step forward if you something, something. And like, it was one of those things where it was a question where you had to be honest. And it was sort of like, oh, fuck, if I'm honest about this, like I might get killed, you know? Yes. But I stepped forward anyway. And then it was like, all right, like you've been the three of you have been rewarded. You don't have to participate <laughs> in the game. It was like horrible. Oh my God. Yeah. Do you know at the beginning of this podcast, you asked which one of us? I know. So this is a full this is circle. Next, the week after when I finally started having Squid Game nightmares because Gray had been having them and then I... He was having Squid Game nightmares? Mm-hmm. Do you know Last what's week. so funny is when we were watching the series, I kept saying every night before we went to bed, I'm, I'm like, gonna have nightmares. fuck, I'm going to have a Squid Game nightmare and I never have. No, I did just last night. Um, oh. So give it time, you know. Time. <laughs> uh, Maybe tonight. Yeah, I had a Squid Game. I was having like a, just a lot of vivid, weird fucking dreams. No demons around, but just like really weird, like. I wonder being if you're having people stuff. Ugh. And then, but amid all of that, I was having like Squid Game nightmares, getting chased. And then in the mid- midst of all of that, me and Lauren Lindyke were like best friends hanging out, and I was oh like, God. "Whoa, it's been so long <laughs> since I've seen you." And we were like talking about the kids, yeah. And then, 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 you know, then you kind of like wake up out of the dream, especially because Ruth's in bed with me, and then back into my dream, and all of a sudden there's a man busting into my door, you know, with like a gun, kind of just like it's just so. There's a lot of chaos going on. Oh my on. god! So you go Squid Game, Lindyke, everything robber. was all fucking around. <laughs> Gray and I were like, yeah, in this post-apocalyptic world in Mexico, we were trying to steal building. Materials materials out of like this abandoned garage like do you know what i think i think you this is i can't even believe i just made like some statement like this is this is how it is this is the most unfounded (laughs) claim ever like i'm some sleep expert for the love of god i'm talking about like a sleep paralysis demon right now um but i almost feel like when you're hyper alert you have at least i feel like when i'm hyper alert i have more vivid dreams so like maybe oh, yeah. the fact that you're alone with the kids at home that like you're having these super vivid dreams because like you're not 
in a, in a certain state of sleep. Yeah. I also think it has to do with my cycle, like my menstrual cycle. So I'm oh, like interesting. in the, I'm trying to start tracking again. And I'm like in the follicular phase right now, which is like the time before you ovulate when you're like, you have the most physical energy, you have the most social energy and it's like, and it's, you have like the most creative energy. So like during that, those like first couple weeks after your period is the time when you should like make plans to go out meet new people like tackle a bunch of stuff That's with work awesome. try a new like physical hobby that's like the best time for that that's so interesting so i think also like my brain is like and this yeah. is the time i'm realizing where i'm always like i want to make reels on instagram and like you're stories like, yeah, you're, i'm like you're killing i'm, I'm like, engaging with everyone at once you know and all of a sudden the next week it's just like I can't do this. <laughs> and then I'm hot girl for three days when I'm ovulating when I want to have like seven boyfriends and I'm oh. like, oh my God, I'm so non-monogamous. It's crazy. I love going out when I'm ovulating. Mm -hmm. What a joy it truly is. That's I think the only time that I actually go out is I'll be like, I'll call the girls and be like, it's time to party. <laughs> Let's get it, girls. <laughs> and it's funny that I never like like normally put together the fact that I'm like, yeah, I'm fully ovulating. Uh -huh. And I'm just like, time to hit the town. Uh -huh. Get in my smallest outfit. <laughs> and then it'll be weird because it'll be like, I'll put that outfit on and look in the mirror and, and like, be like, wow. you are so hot. It's insane. Yeah. And then the next day I put the same exact outfit on. I'm like, you're disgusting. Like, oh, and cool. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then you're in your luteal phase. And then uh, I can't remember what exactly. I know that's when you start to slow down. That's when you, you're actually, you're like weakest, I believe. <laughs> Makes sense. And that's when you should really just like do slow yoga. And then during your period, they actually say you're most um, like intuitive. So that's when you should really do introspective time and journal and try to get clarity mm -hmm. on like where your life is headed and all that kind of stuff. And like really feel where you're sitting on important matters, whether it's like your relationships or whatever, and like really sink into yourself. I really need to tap into that. I feel like I'm very heavily um, affected by my cycle. Yes. I'm noticing at least, I don't think maybe I was um, when I was younger, but I, in recent, like probably the past two, three years, I feel like quite heavily affected by my cycle. Woman Code. It's a amazing book that is all about i read it years ago and i just picked it up again off of my shelf it's all about tapping into your cycle to like live your best life basically because you can it. roll with the cycle of with yeah. your own cycle and like recognize yeah. in the moment of like i because I, I used to never understand i'd be like why was i like killing it like with rock climbing why was i doing so good last week and like why right. am i like am i regressing and then it would just be like oh no oh, you're no, at this phase in your cycle Try it again in 10 days. So taking the power of your cycle and tapping exactly. into it. The positive power yes. of your cycle. Uh, I love that. Sorry about your demons, though. Oh, it's fine. I'll figure it out. What are you going to do? Who can we contact about this for real, though? I think I have a couple people in mind. Yeah. But the dogs. What is going on with these creatures? <laughs> My God. <laughs> what is actually happening? 
she's mad at Boris. That's that. That's the bark of Ashley being pissed at Boris. <laughs> she like just looks at him and she just gets so angry. That's what my family calls and like rat so dog shy. mode. Oh yeah, and he gets so shy and he's just like trying to back up and she's like bossing him around. Anywho, broads, we yeah. have to say goodbye, but um, we'll chat soon. <laughs> chat soon, y'all. Sleep well. <laughs> Dude, that's what what are you gonna do? Dude, For I, real? I, I'm like, I did not sleep. I truly did not sleep last night.